Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very childish episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Friday, February 15th, 2019. I'm Sean. Sitting with me tonight, we have Pat, Steve, and Darius. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Gassy. That is so unnecessary. You just didn't have to... Would you ask? Would you just say good or okay, well... No, I won't lie to our listeners. Fair enough. I won't. Steve, how's everything for you? We are two episodes in. And we still have perfect attendance. Nice. Yes. And, and plus, there he is. I'm actually here this time. A new record. So wow. For audio guys. It's almost a streak. <laughs> we have an amazing episode ahead. But before we get there, Steve, who did we talk to last time? We talked to the Sasquatch tracker, Todd Standing. About what? We talked about uh, the existence or possible existence of Bigfoot. Right. Uh, no, according to our guest, it's not possible. Oh, it's yeah, a no, fact. that's that's yeah, true. I apologize. A, he's not a believer, because, Steve. He's no, a, he's, he's a, a knower. But today, we're going to talk about babies. Yes, those snotty diaper tax deductions that take all of your free time, friends, and finances. Neither I nor anyone else in this crew is a parent, but I can tell you that childbirth, it's a miracle. Th- that we know of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that one sperm and a healthy ovum can create a human still blows my mind. In November 2018, the United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund, or UNICEF, uh, estimates that on average, 353,000 babies are born around the world every day. That's a lot. What? What? Day. This tells us two things. One, at least that many people are having sex every day. Uh, right? That many times two, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> Good call. I mean, if we're going to go singular, I mean, the number's way higher. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 that number's way higher. <laughs> Especially if we count occurrences, because I two or three times yeah. a day for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And with all these babies running around, for this episode only, we will be bleeping out all the cuss words, such as... No, I like that one. That's yeah, fine. That's, that's actually see you next Tuesday. <laughs> and... Huh. Penis. After all, we will be having a baby on the show later on. Am I having the baby? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I'm fat, but I'm not pregnant. <laughs> With all those babies being born, uh, where do babies come from? Anybody know? A stork. Well, maybe. When a man and a woman love each other very much yeah. or get drunk at a bar and go home together. <laughs> the speech you were just going to give me, what was that? What would you, what'd you call that? Drunken banter. They call that the birds and the bees. The birds and the bees speech. I didn't have a dad, so I never got that one. I just got the birds. He never got that spiel. (laughs) Right. Never heard about the bees. So it always used to freak me out, like birds and bees. What's that about? So uh, the phrase, the birds and the bees, is just a metaphor. It helps uh, explain the mechanics of reproduction to younger children. It compares bees pollinating eggs to male fertilization and and, uh, birds laying eggs to female ovulation. But I, I just I, I think like uh, this particular imagery it, it it's uh it's like a I know it's a substitute for more technical explanation of sexual intercourse but it has to confuse these children more than enlighten them am I wrong here I, I've never heard of one tell me this is more confusing yeah I just don't understand how they how people relate that to human like who birds thought of and it bees first to God. humans like uh. <clears throat> just tell your kids like this is how it goes down. Don't do it. Fine, but what age do you even start that? I mean, I think if you're old enough to hear the conversation, you're old yeah. enough to hear words like if, penis and vagina. If you're if you're old enough to watch 
HBO through the scrambled lines, <laughs> then you I, know. I never did that. What's yeah, but parents don't know. Parents don't know what no. age you're going to... Hey, Darius, have you ever had the talk? Have your parents ever given you the talk? Oh, yeah, they gave me the talk. I mean, that's how I learned everything. But Everything! Hold on, wait a minute. So this is going back like... Before the internet, yeah. Before the internet, <laughs> yeah. yeah but so now, nowadays, everybody has the internet, a smartphone. They could search that. Well, know. fine. How about before that, the talk? How did that go with your folks? It was a normal conversation. You yeah, know. It's not yeah. normal. There's nothing no, normal yeah. about it. When you're that age, <laughs> yeah, you're you know. talking to your parents about sex. It is awkward <laughs> as. <laughs> yeah. Steve, oh. do you have to talk? Uh, I don't think I did. Honestly, <clears throat> the only time, like I remember, we went to the science center and like. <laughs> Six or seventh Ooh, grade, very clinical. With, edu- no, yeah, educational for you. Straight up with our no, it was with our school. Like I called it the Catholic Church. <clears> we went with we went with our school, and we had like our whole ele- like sixth grade elementary school was there. You had an orgy at the science center, yeah. <laughs> and they had like a video, and we I don't remember what the hell like what what was on the video or anything. I don't think I paid attention. It was a field trip. I didn't give a too busy having sex off in the corner. Yeah, yeah, right. probably. <laughs> yeah. But I, my thought on it is, like, as a parent, you were once that age, so you know what age you started to figure that kind of sh- out. Pat, you have the talk? Not that I remember, but I may have just repressed that memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never had the talk. And I can tell you, because my parents told me that... I and you still haven't had sex, so... Yeah. I think that's why they looked at like, oh, this kid's yeah, never going to We're not going <laughs> to waste the time. Yeah. <laughs> why waste our time well, on this one? Did your wife give you the talk? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> You're going to put your pee-pee in my hoo-ha. But truthfully, uh, what's the alternative to Birds and the Bees? The truth? Actually give them the truth? Or do we do we roll back to the stork story? Does anyone have any idea where the stork came from? I do. Oh, Flintstones. All right. Yeah. Well, where does the stork come from? Um, so it actually is an ancient um, mythology. It goes back to ger- German folklore that... Said that storks. Da, <laughs> yeah, da is Russian, but okay. Uh, was it the e- like you yeah. said it was ancient? I never had the yeah, talk. I, mean, I already told it's you. ancient, but uh, German folklore said that storks found babies in caves or marshes and brought them to households either in a basket or held in their beaks. Um, hmm. So it turns out these caves contained, and I apologize in advance to any German speakers, Otterbarsteine. Or oh. stork stones. Stork like stones. That's pretty close. Stork stones. So the babies would then be given to the mom or dropped down the chimney, you know, like you do. Santa Claus. Um, and households could actually tell the stork that they were ready for a baby by putting sweets for the stork out on the windowsill. Delicious. Uh, yeah. And then from there, the, the legend just kind of spread to the Philippines, South America. And actually, to this day, there are babies born with birthmarks uh, called stork bites. So here's some more stork fun, by the way. About a third of babies are born with that birthmark you just talked about. Uh, most common is the stork bite, also known as a salmon patch or an angel kiss. This is that pale pink patch on a baby's face or neck, which may appear more red when the baby cries, which is crazy. No matter how that baby ends up in your lap, they are adorable. But let's not forget that babies are a 24-hour operation. And not if you ignore them. And if exhausting all of your attention isn't enough, they also wear out your wallet. They're expensive as yeah, they ain't cheap. Hit us with a little study show. (laughs) 
According to an article on CBS News published on January of 2017, the Department of Agriculture says the estimated cost of raising a child from birth through the age of 17 is roughly around $233,610, or as much as almost $14,000 annually. That's the average for a middle-income family with two children. It's a bit more expensive in urban parts of the country and less so in rural areas. Unbelievable. Uh, so one of my buddies just had a kid, and the hospital bill before insurance, $25,000. Jesus. You could go probably to another country and have a kid. Be like, oh, yeah, bye. Yeah, like, yeah give us 10 bucks. We're probably yeah. even. Bye, right, we'll get one free. Good. Look, I don't mean to rattle you guys. But Sean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking. Just I'm trying done. to insert them in there. I'm going to leave this podcast. So you'd think that condom and birth control manufacturers would put what you guys just said on a huge sign pretty much everywhere. But despite this financial <laughs> storm, people still love making babies. As of December 2013, estimated UNICEF, they estimated that 4.3 births happen every second worldwide. That's Every insane. Second, and if you Pat, if you think that's insane, Darius, enlighten us with your five freaky baby facts. Baby facts. Baby facts. <laughs> facts. 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 Babies are born with three hundred bones. That's a lot of bones. What? It's so little. Well, How's there three hundred bones? And their bones fuse together uh, during okay. growth to make two hundred and six bones. That's what we have. That's what adults have. Huh. Is that why you can't? How shake many? Them? How many bones do you have right now? <laughs> One. <laughs> but I'm looking at you, Darius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yesterday was Valentine's Day. You had at least two more in there. <laughs> at four months old, a baby grows a mustache that spreads to the entire body. A mustache. A mustache. Mustache. What? I've never seen a baby with a this mustache. Is seriously, fact information here. <laughs> it falls all before birth and is eaten. The digested hair becomes a part of its first poop. Ah, yeah, what? that's right. <clears throat> Ew. I know. So it's making you, me hungry. I don't know you, about you. If, if you thought that was disgusting, babies foreskinned are used widely in cosmetic treatment. That's right. Ew. What kind of cosmetic treatment? <laughs> when you guys are putting on that blush at home. Ew. Until about seven months of age, a baby can swallow and breathe at the same time. This allows breast or bottle feeding to go smoothly. Oh, wow. I wish I could do that. I could drink Why? so much yeah, more. What the f***? Why do we lose that ability? I know. That sucks. We'd be fish. That'd God, be amazing. I want to be a baby again. <laughs> uh... This is the perfect episode for you, my friend. It is. <laughs> Babies start urinating in the womb just a few months after conception and begin drinking their own pee. Have you guys ever drank your own pee before? I, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> Only on the days it ended in Y, by the way. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you know what? I'm out in the desert and I have nothing else to drink. I mean, I watch Bear Grylls. <laughs> as delightful as all of that sounds. Uh all babies must grow up. We move from a we, we haven't. <laughs> we move from a carefree, comfortable lifestyle to a world of bills, jobs, taxes, and lying about what we have to do to avoid going out with our friends. But the concept of adulting can prove to be a little much for some. In this world where uh, self-expression and exploration has become more common, 
transageism is a thing. Often referred to as juvenilism or even Peter Pan syndrome, age regression is behaving with mannerisms opposite of what we usually associate with adulthood. So does that mean they've lost their shadows? Pretty much. Oh, God damn it. I was trying to make a shadow <laughs> joke, and you beat me to it. Right to it. This means diapers, uh, baby bottles, binkies, even so far as extra large cribs or finding a caretaker or, quote, daddy. Unfortunately. Why can't it be a mommy? You, you want to talk about your daddy issues right now, Pat? Is that where you want to go? That's what we do every episode, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, in most cases I've seen, uh, this behavior is often the result of an early trauma or sexual abuse. And this adult baby lifestyle is making up for what they believe to be a lost or stolen childhood. But just like everything else on this planet, uh, this can quickly turn sexual. Adult babies or littles uh, can use this subculture as a kink, finding adult men and women in diapers attractive or even sexy. And before you judge... If you were ever uh, too late. If you were ever the dominant one in the bedroom, this diaper kink is an extreme form of that. Pat, have you ever fantasized about somebody calling you daddy in the heat of sexual passion? No, but I have fantasized calling someone daddy and having a dad. <laughs> just any dad. Yeah, just anyone. Actually, can I call any of you guys dad? Steve. <laughs> I swear it's not sexual. Steve. Are you the dominant one? I mean, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's oh, what no. you do. There's a I, quick no. She's laughing because oh, she knows. A, yeah. I quick no. She's trying to make the situation. All right. Have you ever been she, called she daddy? That. Oh, hell no. no. Look. All right, Steve. Prove it. <laughs> 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 hey, go fill my cup up with Jameson. <laughs> not a budge. Not a budge. Darius, have you ever had that fantasy of someone just calling you daddy in the bedroom? I don't know why my voice turned to this, but yeah. let's be real with it. Not whenever yeah. your voice is raining. Darius, did you ever imagine someone calling your daddy in the bedroom? I personally think it's kind of creepy, actually. Yeah. Super creepy. Deep manly voice over like, there. I don't, want, I don't want the girl to think that she's fucking her dad. Yeah, right. It's not about that. Okay, I, I, I want to tell you this. It's the, it's the whole Dom subculture. We've seen it on this podcast a thousand times, which is why nothing at this point will surprise us. Let's not forget the vampires... Yeah, and the black yeah. swan. And the black swan. Yeah, Vlad how about, how about the swingers? There is, in, in all of these subcultures, there is a dominant and a sub. It's just the way we've had it. I do like subs. Yeah, you get, <laughs> yeah. usually Sean gets a sub for uh, every, yeah, podcast. every podcast. <laughs> There's one on the counter right now. <laughs> However, I will say this. Not all instances involve the fetish side. Um, they simply don't want to grow up. And can we blame them? They want to be a toy. Uh, God kid. damn it. That's <laughs> like three jokes you've taken from my damn mouth. <laughs> you got to be quicker, hey, guys. Sorry. But guess yeah. what? Toys R Us is coming back. It is. Yeah. So imagine regressing to a time where you're just being taken care of 24 7. All you know is love. Food is brought to you. And even when you have to go to the bathroom, you don't have to get up. Is the that like being in hospice care? <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. That's why they say your first birthday and your last birthday are the same. Like, yeah. you know, they you have to feed you. They tell you who your friends are. It's yeah, all the right, same. Yeah, it's... The only worry you have in this lifestyle is finding your favorite toy to play with. But can uh, Transformers. But can an adult baby separate him or herself from their adult life responsibilities? Do they all have caretakers or daddies? Are the caretakers in this lifestyle acting on pedophiliac-driven urges, or is there a real kink? And is there a kink simply caring for someone else? 
To get our answers, we needed to bring on a superstar in this subculture. Our guest tonight claims after suffering from depression, regressing to infancy has become almost therapeutic. She engages in something called age play, specifically ABDL, adult baby diaper lovers, and DDLG, daddy dom little girl, which helps her reclaim her younger years. She shares her role play on Instagram at little Tori baby revamp. Please welcome on the show, adult baby, Tori Hart. Tori, how are you tonight? Hi, um, I'm doing really good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Awesome. Great. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let's just jump right in. How old are you in the real world? And how old are you when you're in your little space? Um, in the real world, I'm 18. So I'm an adult. But in my little space, I don't I don't say I have a specific range, like age. I say that I have a range. So I'm anywhere from two to seven. So depending on huh. the, the day or depending your on mood. how you feel, you could be anywhere from two to seven. Yeah, exactly. It depends on how far I'm feeling like wanting to regress. And it depends on if I'm with a partner who can help me regress that far. Hmm. Okay. So, so, uh, oh, wow. So that's interesting. So your you partner. You Sean's mind. So yeah, yeah, Sean no, that was. No you rendered right me speechless, which is hard to do. So you, depending on who you're with, you can go further back. Uh, as far as your age regression. Yeah. It depends on how much I trust them and am vulnerable because it is a very vulnerable thing to be little with somebody. Yeah. And depending on how much I trust them and can like be around them that way, then yeah, I'll go further into my regression. Very cool. Very cool. Pat. Cool. Uh, so what first attracted you to the adult baby lifestyle? Was it just kind of the, the carefree nature of it? Or you know, what, what was your main attraction to it? Um, well, I started by being uh, attracted to like the DDLG culture and things about DDLG that started slowly drawing me in. And then as I started to do my research and learning more about it, I realized that ABDL was there. And I guess it was just the fact that like, because I always felt that DDLG didn't really fit 100%. Like the DDLG just all of it, like the pacifiers, the bottles, just everything slowly started to like entice me, if you will. Fair enough. So in your own words, can you explain ABDL and DDLG? So um, ABDL, as we know, stands for adult baby diaper lover. And in my own words, it is when you are in a headspace and you feel and act as a baby. Interesting. And that can go as far as wearing diapers or not wearing diapers. It depends on the person. And then <clears throat> and then DDLG is very similar. Like, they're very similar. But DDLG is more of the older side of it. Where, like, you're not necessarily into the diapers. Maybe not even pacifiers. Maybe not even bottles or onesies. Like, you could be more of a middle, as they call it. Okay, so, so wait, can you expand on that just a little more? So if you are DDLG, it seems like there's the word dominant right in it. I feel like that's more the sexual side of it, and you believe you're more the ABDL, you're into more of the pacifiers and age regression, diapers and pacifiers. Yeah, well, pacifiers and all of that can also still be a part of DDLG, Okay, but it's mainly tied to ABDL, in my opinion. Got it, okay. Steve? So are you able to separate your like your adult life and your adult baby life to like your job and like responsibilities and that kind of thing? 
Um, yeah, I do have a job. I work at Taco Bell. And I've had oh, jobs. That's amazing. I do like Taco Bell. Thanks for bringing Nacho Fries back. It's all right. But I do have, yeah, I have a job and I have responsibilities around my house and with like my family and such. So I am able to separate like being a little and then being an actual adult. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and I know a lot of the people in the subculture, they have uh, daddies or caretakers, but they mostly refer to them as daddies. So I can't believe I get to mm-hmm. uh, quote the awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, don't do it. But who is your daddy and I what does so he much. do? <laughs> um, I actually currently don't have a daddy. I did, but things in our relationship weren't working, so it was best for us to just call it. But I believe he was working at a store like down the road from me. Okay, so what do you look for in a daddy? Like, uh, can, can any one of us make the cut? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in a daddy, I look, typically I try to find someone who's already somewhat familiar with the community because it's a lot easier, but I have dated people who don't know anything about the community and I've kind of brought them in. But I look for someone who's honest and trustworthy and uh, I'm out. someone I connect with. Okay, so you yes. call it you call it dating. Um, so being somebody's daddy is the same thing as dating, right? Um, for me, when I date somebody, that's how I like that's they become my daddy. Do you call or you, mommy? So you do call them daddy and or mommy. Depending on if they're comfortable with that or not. Yes. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I, I just have to ask the question, you know, do, do you think that in any way that these daddies are, you know, kind of becoming part of the culture to act on any sort of, like, pedophile urges? Um, I personally can't speak on other people in the community. I can only speak for myself. Fair. So, I don't necessarily have an opinion on that. H- have you met any creepy daddies? I mean, there's always what we call in the community are fake doms. Whoa, whoa. Fake doms. Let's hear about fake doms. Yeah. Yeah, fake doms are, they're sadly very common. They're just people who like the aspect of being controlling and being all like having control over you and making you do what they want you to do or like the sexual aspect of it. They don't care about the nurturing, the caring. They don't care about the other side of it. I got it. That makes sense. But it, it seems like you wouldn't even need the diaper with that. It's just uh, a dominant... Just Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. There we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dominants are like... They do tend to get tied to Fifty Shades of Grey. Anytime someone hears the word dominant or submissive, they think, oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. But it's not always that black and white. There's so many expansions of the BDSM community. Fair. Fake so, doms. Well, fake doms scare me only because I, for you, uh, am wearing a little makeshift diaper. I did this myself. <laughs> uh, I hope this isn't. A, I hope this is considered fake dom. Uh, and it's leaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I'm. I'm trying to get into the headspace myself. Oh uh, man! I only I I wet myself a little, but I was I was actually using the the toilet. So, but I hope this isn't a fake dom. I'm not trying to fake you out. I'm just trying to get. Trying to get, get in the headspace. Oh, yeah. no. 
I think it's I think it's amazing when people outside of the community try and experience things that are part of the community because you never know you may like it. I I don't. I'm. This is. Uh, <laughs> it's also a plastic bag. Uh, well, yeah, it's a, a plastic diaper. bag. Maybe it's, maybe because like I need the real thing toy. Yeah, you I don't need know. To get, get really into it. Maybe not uh, your size. I don't know. Hey, you have a birthday coming up. I know what you're getting. <laughs> what you're gonna breastfeed me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't go hungry with these tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! There is. Wait, I do have a question for you though. What brand is that? Uh, Shop and save. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's literally a plastic yeah, it's, bag. It's, it's, it's a plastic it's bag. A plastic <laughs> bag. I I just I I wasn't prepared. We I should have. We were trying to improvise. I was so afraid I was going to get a diaper that wouldn't fit me, and that would be more humiliating than wearing a diaper in front of you. Do you, <laughs> do you prefer like a certain brand, or is it like is that something? Um. There are actually a lot of brands. There are a lot of different brands, and those brands have a lot of different, like, styles of diapers. Like, Little for Big, Rears, Bambinos. Um, those are, like, the biggest brands for diapers, or DC Armor, too. But those are, like, the biggest, or, sorry, di- DC, yeah. Yeah. Diaper Connoisseur. Got it. That's what they're called. All right. There's- All right. Since we just had a little demonstration over here from Sean, um, <laughs> do you actually use them, or are they just there for the show um, when you're out on the dates, or you know, just hanging out? Um, I ha- I don't typically tend to wear them like out in public, but when I do wear them, I do use them. Except like TMI, if you will, I don't go as far as to go number two in them. That's not my thing. All right, makes Fair sense. Yeah. Maybe next year. That's something to shoot for. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I would, except it's just a bag. So it's just, it's not going to be just a And good. let's be honest. Don't act like you haven't if, pooped in a bag before, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> it would be a mess if you did it. You're right. Just yeah. an absolute mess. You're right. I don't have a great, healthy diet. <laughs> All right. So everyone's curious myself included so i just have to ask could you give us a quick cute baby impression um unfortunately it's not very easy to like just turn on it's it comes with the headspace do i have to put everybody in a plastic bag here (laughs) (laughs) say no (laughs) um okay i guess the easiest one i could do typically when in that headspace are words aren't as enunciated are like like our language regresses with us so like you won't see somebody who's in a full get up I mean that can't happen but me you won't see me full get up and then just talking normally like this and and uh, for folks at home you're wearing a, a onesie right now right yes I am I tend to wear them a lot because they are very comfortable yeah I mean if I had one that could fit me that'd be great It'd be a twosie for you. <laughs> why, why, why do I? I need new friends. This is this is horrible. Destroyed here. This, is, this is why I couldn't be a daddy. I'm not supportive or loving or nurturing. <laughs> so, Tori, you you really you can't jump into that headspace and give us a little sample of what it's like. What if people are trying to get into this? Um. Let's see. I promise we won't even be turned on. This is going to be Tory, not statutory. 
Oh. Uh, how long have How oh. long have you been You've waiting been to wait. use wow. that? You've been trying to find a way to work that in Hold on, is that written there. down somewhere? Just came to me. Just well, came to me. Held that pun in, huh? Uh, I hate you. You start wearing a diaper as a plastic bag, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my best impression is the way I say daddy when in that headspace is more daddy. Oh, uh, so you get more uh, high uh, right. I bet you guys were wish you were wearing diapers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Tori, you've been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and giving us some of those answers. Do you have five more minutes at the end of every episode? We play a game called Factor Fuck. Do you in? I'm ready. Oh, shit. Oh, We go. I'm nervous now. <laughs> no, that was intense. Should I put a diaper on for this? <laughs> We're going to start with Pat. Pat. Yes. <clears throat> Baby Herman, co-star of the 1988 hit Who Framed Roger Rabbit, was voiced by Hank Azaria, more famously known for voicing Simpsons characters. Fact or fuck? Well, Hank Azaria is voicing Simpsons characters. He does a lot of voice acting, so I'll say fact. Fact. Tori? I'm, I'm going to go with fact, too. Well, that is fucked. Wow. No I points rewarded. That's your first I would have got that one wrong, that's too. my first miss <laughs> yeah, of the year. Fact, <laughs> nice job. Nice job, Steve. Yep. A baby oyster is called a spat. <sighs> fact or fuck? I'm going to say fact. Fact. Tori? Mm, I'm going to say fuck. That is a fact. Oh. <laughs> Tori. Yes. Wow. We, we need That's you. That's exciting. All right. Here we go. Darius, you got to win. He's horrible. At I'm this. terrible at this. Darius. Babies are born without kneecaps. What? what? If this is a fact, my head's going to explode. I, I'm going fucked. On Fuck. This. Tori. That's a fucked 100%. That can't be real. 2,000% fact, everybody. Oh, my <laughs> God. Without kneecaps? Yes, they have this tiny little cartilage. Their kneecaps do not form until the age of four. So, like, Holy all of them, hell. not just, like, Sundays. all babies are born without kneecaps. You're welcome to fact How check do they me. Crawl? Or fuck check me, whatever you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat. I'm nervous. I feel I'm so nervous. You, you've never done this well, Sean. I, I, it's amazing. I love it. Pat. In 1939, a woman named Linda Medina from Peru was the youngest girl to ever give birth. She was five years old. Oh, what? That I just sounds like it has to be fucked. Fuck, Tori? Fact. That is a fact, Tori. Nice oh. job on that. Patrick. <laughs> oh, oh, and two. Oh, damn it. I'm going to wear a diaper next week. Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> Now you know how I feel. <laughs> this God, is the how first time you I think you yourself, Darius. That's why I wear this diaper. <laughs> this is terrible. Is that the first time he's ever missed both? I think so. I think so, I yeah. I think so. That's right, Steve. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I want a do-over. The baby character, Adam, in 1992's Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, was actually played by triplets Mark, Andrew, and Gabriel Duncan and would be the, the, the triplets' last film. Fucked. Fucked. Tori? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say fucked too. Fucked. Well done, both of you. Nice job. Yay. Nice job. Yay. Nice job. It's a semaphore, man. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Two more, Tori. We'll let you go. Darius. <clears throat> One more? One more. Sorry, excuse me. Wow. One more. Uh, or do I get a chance to redeem myself? <laughs> <laughs> Darius. In nineteen ninety, 
Sega Saturn launched a video game called Babies vs. Zombies, which was ripped from the shelf after parents learned that the babies were always rigged to lose. Fuck. Whoa. I was going to say, you were right so far. <laughs> it definitely starts with an F. Just that, that one letter. <sighs> we need it again. What was your answer? Fucked. Fucked. Tori. Fuck. That is fucked. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. God damn, damn it. I Did you get 2 0? No, I won. I got 1 0. I went 2 0. I lost nice. Factor Job. Fuck. Nice job, all of you guys. Huge thank you to Tori Hart for coming on the show and being so absolutely awesome with us and sharing your life with us. You can find Tori on YouTube. Just search for Tori Hart or on her Instagram at Little Tori Baby Revamp. Tori, say goodbye to everybody who loves you out there. Bye, everybody. Thank you for having me. You bet. And if you'd like to hear more episodes like this one, check us out at WeekendSuperheroes.com or find us anywhere on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Weekend Superheroes. Keep up, keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Pat, would you like to say goodbye? No, I went 0 for 2. I don't deserve to say goodbye to anyone. <laughs> Steve, would you like to say goodbye? I will say goodbye to everyone Pat didn't say goodbye to. Oh, I appreciate that. Plus all the babies out there. Bye-bye. There is... Goodbye to the ladies. Goodbye. First to one of the year. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the babies out there. And always remember to podcast responsibly. <laughs>